grace, peace, and mercy be multiplied to each of you in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Uh, welcome to the Sword of the Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Minister Marcus Taylor, and as always, it's a privilege and an honor to come before you sharing the word of the Lord. All right, well, in this segment, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that's the scriptures, the word, the testimonies, the precepts, the law. Yes, the word of God. And we're going to go through a lot of scripture, so I would advise you to get your, your paper and your pen, but by all means, get your Bible, because we're going to be going through, and I'm going to show you all through scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, um, talking about the word of the Lord. Amen. Uh, far too often we say we know what the word of God is, but I'm going to show you the many aspects of what the word of God is. We're going to have some definitions. Uh, again, we're going to go through a lot of scripture. And the reason why I'm going to have to do it this way is so that you'll get a better understanding of what the Word of God actually is. But it will also help you in your day-to-day -day study. Because of the fact that we're going to go through a lot of Scripture, it will actually give you practice on how to go to the Word of God to effectively look up the Scriptures and to use them. Amen? Alright, so let's get into our lesson. But before we do, I want to breathe a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you once again, Lord, for this time that we're going to have together. Thank you, Father God, for your merciful love and kindness. Lord, I ask that you bless each listener, bless their families, bless them individually. And Lord, I pray that they all, everyone is healthy. Father God, and those who are battling this, this virus, Father God, I ask that you would, by your sovereign and holy and righteous healing hand, heal them in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Lord, I thank you, Father God, again for this opportunity to come before your people teaching your word. Lord, I decrease and ask the Holy Spirit to increase. And as always, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. These things I pray in the mighty name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is so and amen. All right. So if I had to give a title for this particular segment, it's going to be simple. And that is the word. Yes, that's what I'm going to call this one. The word. Amen. All right. So, like I said, we're going to go through a lot of scriptures, and I have written down um, some definitions of some stuff, too. So, I want to go ahead and get started. People don't really know um, the value of the word. Sure, you people tell you, you know, go read your Bibles and, and, uh, and pray. Prayer is very necessary for the believer because that's communication with God. But reading your word, but not just reading your word, but understanding it and applying your word is actually vital to the believer. Amen. If you don't know how to apply the word of God, how can you uh, fight the enemy when he comes to tempt you? Uh, we'll go through a scripture, probably one of my favorites, uh, to show that what Jesus did when Satan came to tempt him. But uh, tonight again. Or like I said, today or afternoon, wherever you are, we're going to go through a lot of scripture just to show you um, how important this Bible is, this scripture, um, just because it's needed in the body of Christ. Far too often we get preached to, but the teaching part or the teaching aspect of it 
has suffered and had to take a take a back seat. Um, there's nothing wrong with preaching. Don't get me wrong. I love to hear good preaching, but I also want to be taught and I want to get the right instruction for if you're instructed, then you have a roadmap. You have a set of principles in order to live your life. That's going to be necessary to please God. Amen. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. The first scripture that I want to uh, to go to is in Second Timothy three and verse 16. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Second Timothy chapter three and verse 16. Uh, this first one I'm going to read out of the New American Standard Version. I got a look at a couple of different versions here that I'm going to be reading from. So. Um, it may sound a little different than your Bible. I do have my King James here, but this first one I want to read in the New American Standard Bible. Amen. And the word of the Lord reads, it says, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. And I'll go ahead and read 17 as well. It says that the man of God may be adequate equipped for every good work so based off of that scripture in second timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 to 17 it says that all scripture which is the bible um, is inspired by god far too often we hear people saying well the bible is not not really given by god men wrote it yeah men wrote it but it was inspired by the holy spirit and you have to say and believe that it is just because of how long this Bible has been around, but not necessarily how long it's been around, but the power that it that it has. The Bible has power to heal. The Bible has power to turn back the temptations of Satan. The power, the Bible has power to teach. The power the Bible has power to instruct. So all those things couldn't have just been coming from man. So I believe that the Bible is inspired because the word of the Lord says it. And what the word says, I believe it. Amen. All right. So write that one down as your first one. Second Timothy chapter three. And we're talking about verses 16 and 17. All right. That's though that's that's going to be my first foundational scripture because I had to set set it straight from the beginning that this Bible it didn't come from man. It came from the inspiration of God. Or another way you can put it is it's God breathed. Amen. So that was a good one. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. Amen. All right. Moving on. Now, this next one is actually a, an instruction on how you are to study the word. This next scripture that I'm going to give you. It's actually giving you instruction on how we are as believers to study the Bible. Amen. Not with our own opinions, but with the word of God. So if you have your Bibles again, turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 28. And I want to look at verse number 10. Isaiah chapter 28, looking at verse number 10. I'm going to read this one. From the King James Version. And it reads. For precept. Must be upon precept. Precept. 
up on precept, line up on line, line up on line, here a little and there a little. Amen. All right. So that's how you're supposed to study the word of God. Each verse, getting the understanding of what you're reading from each verse, line up on line, line up on line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. In other words, use the whole Bible when you study, not just take one scripture and use that as the means to start your own doctrine. Amen. And this is what's happening in, in the body of Christ over the years that people have taken scriptures out of context and have formulated their own doctrines from it. Get the whole knowledge of what the Bible is saying concerning that particular scripture that you are trying to base your your belief on. Amen. Because the Bible has one premise and it has one principle that we all should know and acknowledge. The Bible always interprets itself. I'll say it again. The Bible has one primary premise and principle that we all should take heed to and know. And that is that the Bible always interprets itself. Amen. All right. That was the second one. Isaiah chapter 28 and verse number 10. All right. Now, the next one I want to uh, to give you is found in the book of Joshua. And we're going to go to the book of Joshua, chapter uh, number one. And I want to look at verse number eight, the book of Joshua, chapter one, looking at verse number eight. I'm going to read this one from the New King James Version. Amen. All right. The word of the Lord reads, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall get this meditate in it day and night and why should you do this it says that you may observe to do all according to all that is written for him for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success amen so let's kind of recap what that's talking about here it says this book talking about the bible is called the law which we'll get into our definitions in a minute, shall not depart from your mouth. And it gives an instruction here. But you, the believer, the one who's reading it, shall meditate. That means ponder, think it over. In it, not just sometime, not just once a week, but it says day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, and this is the benefit of doing this, that you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Now, that's good news because people want to hear positive things. So reading your word is a positive action. Amen. It can give you prosperous uh, and successful um, ways in life. Amen. So it's very important that you do this. All right. So we covered um, all scripture is, is breathed by God. We also covered um, how to study the word line up on line, you know, precept upon precept, find Isaiah 
28 and 10. And then we just got through reading Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, telling and instructing us to read the word every day, every night. All right. So now what I want to do now is because the scriptures that we've already have addressed, they had some 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 words in them that you may be not familiar with. And some of those words um, we're going to I want to define for you and not just the ones that we've already covered. But as we go along in this study on on our on our segment for today. There's going to be some more words that you probably haven't heard, or if you've heard them, you may have you maybe maybe not know what they actually mean. So I'm going to define some of those words for you. Amen. All right. The first one um, is precept. It's, it's precept. P R E C E P T. Precept. And the definition of this word is it's a command or principle intended. As a general rule of action. Now I'll say it again. A precept is a command or principle rule intended for, um, I'm sorry, it's a command or principle intended as a general rule of action. Amen. Now that's a word that we're going to be running into later on in our study. Amen. The next one is testimony. All right. This is actually defined as an open acknowledgement. It also is uh, defined as a witness or a declaration. Amen. All right. So moving on to our next word. Um, it's called statutes. Amen. S-T-A-T-U-T-E-S. Statutes. And the definition for this word is it's a law or regulation set in place by governing authorities. Amen. A law or regulation set in place by governing authorities. Amen. And the next one I want to give you is law. Now you've heard this word before, but I want to give you a definition of what it actually what it actually means as it relates to the word of God. Amen. It is a rule of conduct. Um, and that's the definition. A rule of conduct. In other words, how we are su supposed to behave how we are to live, how we are to function um, so that people, when they see and talk to us as believers, know that we are a part. We are a part of God's plan and his purpose because we are his family and that we are and we come from him. So law definition is a rule of conduct. Amen. All right. So I've given you uh, a few definitions to some words that we're going to be running into in our study so i hope you wrote those down and if you uh and if you need uh, more clarity on those definitions i would advise you to look them up look them up for yourself you know and and uh since i said that you know which brings to mind another verse of scripture um that you should write down and i've and i've said this one or I've, I've mentioned this one on other podcasts it's second timothy 2 15 um and i'll quote it for you it says uh, it says uh studies to show thyself approved 
a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And what it's talking about here is that you as a believer should study for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Get into your Bibles. Get out your concordance. Get your dictionary out. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And by all means, do as we do as we have 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 looked at Isaiah 28 and 10. As it says, line up on line, line up on line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. Search the whole scriptures. Search the whole Bible. Don't just take a couple of passages and then say, okay, that's enough. Search as many, search as many scriptures as you can in order to get the proper understanding. Amen? All right. So now what I want to do is give you another verse of scripture. And this one is talking about as a leader or a pastor or a, a bishop or whoever um, you have that's in authority over you. Um, this is what they're supposed to do. To me, when I look at this particular um, section of scripture, this is what churches today, in my opinion, should all be doing. I think when you when you hear what I'm about to read, you will agree this is the way that it should be amen and i'll pray that we as a as a full body of believers get back to this all right so i know you're anxious to hear what i'm about to read so let's go ahead and get to it turning your bibles to nehemiah the book of nehemiah chapter 8 now i want to read verses 1 2 and 3 uh, the book of uh, nehemiah chapter 8 verses 1 2 and 3 and I'm reading this one from the English Standard Version. Amen. All right. The Bible reads, And all the people gathered as one, one man into the square before the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses that the Lord had commanded Israel. Verse 2 says, So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly both men and women and all who could understand what they heard on the first day of the seventh month. And verse three says, and he talking about Ezra, the priest, the leader, the person in charge, the overseer. And he read it facing the square before the water gate it means he's facing the people. Get this from early morning until midday. In the presence of the men and the women and of those who can understand. And it says, and the ears of all the people. And this is the part that I really want to get, get to because this is what I think the church needs to get back to. And it says, and the ears of the people were attentive to the book of the law. Amen. All right. So here we have Ezra the priest the overseer, the pastor, um, bringing the book of the law, the scriptures, the Bible before the people. And he read it. It says from noonday until, until night. Now, I, now in that, per, in that aspect, I, I know we have jobs and we work and we have things going on, but the primary, primary, um, reason why I wanted to read this verse was that to show you that the latter part of verse three, that the people were attentive to the book of law. In other words, they were paying close attention to what was being said. 
they were locked in and they were making sure that there wasn't any distractions because they wanted to know what the word of the Lord was saying. Amen. Far too often now in churches, we have people playing on their phones, kids playing on their cell phones and tablets and people who are distracted, not paying attention. But as soon as the music starts and soon as the leader or the pastor gets to jumping around and all the rest of the the entertainment, as I like to call it, starts, then they're locked into that. But the teaching and the instruction that's that has for some reason taken second place. And it's not a knock against those who like to celebrate. I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it, to me, I would rather be instructed and get the knowledge of how to live my life as a Christian better than to be entertained. Now, that may be just for me, but I wanted to let you know that I'm not um, the type of person who um, likes to have a lot of entertainment when I'm going to my worship experience. Because I'm there for one thing and one thing only, to worship and praise God, to give him my thanksgiving and my praise, and also to be attentive to what the word of the Lord is saying to me. So when I go, I want to take notes. I want to I want to go home after it's over and study and find out what the word of the Lord is actually saying to me. And you can't do that if you're distracted. Amen. And that's all I'm saying. But Nehemiah chapter eight, verses one, two and three is a very good, a very good passage that you should look at, because this to me is what's lacking in our churches for today. Amen. All right. Now, I want to get to the to the meat of where we're going to be studying. Amen. So um, before I do that, let me give you one more. Let me give you one more um, verse of scripture. And it's also found in Joshua. So turn in your books, in your Bibles to Joshua chapter eight. And I want to look at verse thirty four, Joshua chapter eight and verse thirty four. Amen. It's a, another scripture that you should write down. And as I told you in the beginning, we're going to be looking at a lot of scripture. Amen. In the time that I have. And I might have to do this in two parts. So um, I'm going to try to get as much done um, in this 30 minute segment as I can. But uh, Joshua chapter 8 and verse 34 reads. And afterward. He read all the words of the law, the blessings, the cursings, according to all that was written in the book of the law. Amen. So this is another uh, passage of scripture that's dealing with the word of God. This is afterwards. He, whoever was reading, and you have to go back and read uh, the whole chapter eighth chapter to find out who was the one reading but it's talking about um, the, the word of the Lord being read it says and afterward he read all the words of the law and what was contained in there is talk, it talks about the blessings and the cursings according to all that's written in the book of the law amen alright amen amen so we looked at the inspiration how we are to study, how many times we're supposed to read the word, how we are to receive the word as a, as a full body of believers. And now, as I just read in Joshua 8 and 34, we find 
that the book is read readily, I meaning it's frequently read, and it contains in it blessings. It also says it also contains what the curses are that are according to that all that is written in this book of the law. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to take you to um, another verse of scripture. And that's found in, let's go to, let's go to 2 Peter. Yeah, let's go to 2 Peter. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 20. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 20. I want to read that. And then we'll, we'll get into what it's talking about in a minute. But I definitely wanted to read, read what it's saying. Amen. Let's see. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 20. And the word of the Lord reads, Knowing this, first that no privacy, no prophecy is of, of the scripture is of any private interpretation. I read 21. It says, For the prophecy came not in the old time by the will of man, but by the holy men of God did they speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Verse 20 again, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture, which we know the scriptures are the word of God, is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in the old time by the will of man, but holy men of God, and they spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, this particular verse of scripture is talking about when you when you get your interpretation of the Bible or what the passage that you're looking at is saying. You have to get the right interpretation. And what's needed to do that is that you read the chapter before and possibly if needed the chapter afterwards to get a clear understanding of what you're reading. Amen. Now, I'm giving you uh, passages relating to the scriptures. But if I was trying to uh, precept the Bible, meaning uh, find out all of the information I could for a particular verse, which I don't have the time right now, but I just want to give you some scriptures to help you understand what the word of God is talking about. I would read the chapters before, read the chapters afterwards. That way I have a better understanding of the particular verse that I'm focusing on. Amen. All right. So I wanted to give you that as well. Now, this next chapter or group <laughs> of passages that we're going to be looking at, um, we're going to we're going to go ahead and we're going to rest for the rest of the segment, whether it be this part or the next part in the book of Psalms. And uh, I'm going to have to probably go ahead and give you a part two because my time is running, running out very quickly here. But I'm going to go ahead and give you at least one. Go to the book of Psalms, chapter 119, the 119th division of Psalms. And this is probably the book. I'm, I'm in this 119th book of Psalms a lot because it's it talks a lot about the word. Amen. So Psalms 119. And I want to just go ahead and give you a few 
with the time um, that I have left. Turn with me to Psalms 119 and let's go to uh, verse 105. Psalm 19, verse 105. All right. And it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. So the word of the Lord is actually, it illuminates. It gives light. It brings clarity to how we are living. It says to my path, meaning if you have a path, that means you walk on that path. When you're walking on that path, that word walk is actually, it actually means how you live. So the word of the Lord is instruction on how you and me are supposed to live our lives. Amen. All right. Let me give you another one here. Turn with me to that same chapter in, uh, in Pat, I mean, that same division of Psalms 119. And let's go to verse 58. Let's go to Psalms 119 and verse 58. And then we're going to probably have to end there. Psalms 119 and verse 58. It says, And I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. Amen. So it's also talking about um, the word of the Lord. But it says, I entreated or asked for your favor with my whole heart. It says, be merciful to me according to thy word. Amen. So based off of what we already studied for this particular segment, we realize that the word of God is important and that it's sovereign, that you need it to study. You need to read it every day. You need to listen and be attentive when people are reading and talking and preaching the word of God. Um, you, it, it has a lot of instruction in it for us to, to, to pay attention to. It can guide us and it can lead us. Amen. All right. Well, that kind of does it for this particular segment. I pray that you were blessed by what we're talking about. And this next section, I'll go ahead and finish this off. Amen. So until next time and all you're getting. Please get an understanding. Amen.